Welcome to another Midweek Moment with the Ministry of Praise. I'm B.J. Price, worship pastor here at Highland Baptist Church in Florence, Alabama, and I'm so glad that you're here. Each week, we focus on a passage of Scripture to better equip us as believers to express our faith and share it with others. And this week, we've come to Psalm 21. Let's go. Psalm 21 is a song of thanksgiving for God's powerful provision for the King of Israel. It's a companion to the previous psalm, and it highlights God's blessings on both the immediate king, David, and the messianic king, Jesus. The psalmist describes God's strength to sustain his chosen people and destroy their enemies. He calls for confidence in the Lord. The psalmist concludes by calling the congregation to sing of God's powerful strength. I encourage you to ask God for his wisdom as you listen to his word and meditate on it today. Psalm 21 To the Choir Master, a Psalm of David. O Lord, in your strength the king rejoices, and in your salvation how greatly he exults. You have given him his heart's desire, and have not withheld the request of his lips. For you meet him with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold upon his head. He asked life of you. You gave it to him. Length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation. Splendor and majesty you bestow on him. For you make him most blessed forever. You make him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord and through the steadfast love of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Your hand will find out all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them as a blazing oven when you appear. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth and their offspring from among the children of man. Though they plan evil against you, though they devise mischief, they will not succeed. For you will put them to flight. You will aim at their faces with your bows. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. As we think about Psalm 21, I want to draw your attention to the central verse and what I believe is also the main point. Verse 7 says, For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the steadfast love of the Most High, he shall not be moved. That's right. The king trusts in the Lord. What's the main point of Psalm 21? I would say it's trust in the Lord and you'll be secure. Trust in the Lord and you will be secure. The focus of this psalm and our worship is not about trusting in David, but it's about trusting in God, the God that David served. There's really two stanzas to Psalm 20, or 21 verses 1 through 7, and then verses 8 through 13. So as you break down these stanzas, I just want to share a couple of observations. The first stanza is about how God blessed the king, verses 1 through 7. Here we know that David was victorious in battle and his leadership, and we praise God for that. We see how God worked in his life, 
And we know that God did an amazing work through David. This psalm is a testimony type of song. You know, modern listeners can understand how this type of song might stir our emotions and lift our spirits. When you hear a testimony of God rescuing a person from the clutches of sin or the addictions of the flesh or the prisons of depression and anxiety, it'll make you want to shout or cry tears of joy. And in a similar way, this song is about what God did for a shepherd boy who is now the king of Israel. Verse 1 opens and verse 13 closes with the same idea. O Lord, in your strength the king rejoices, and in your salvation how greatly he exults. God was magnified in David's life repeatedly, and David praised God. He pointed others to worship the God who strengthened him. In verse 2, this psalm says, You have given him his heart's desire. You've not withheld the request of his lips. It's just a great reminder that God was answering his prayers. God was moving in his life, and God did not withhold the request of his lips, but God answered. And for us, that's a great reminder that God hears our prayers, and God is answering, and he is at work. Verse 3 says, For you meet him with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold upon his head. It's a testimony. God actually did this in David's life. He brought him from the shepherd, to, from being a shepherd all the way to being the leader of the people of Israel. And God can work any circumstance in your life. Verse 4 says, He asked life of you, and you gave it to him, length of days, forever. And ever, and I've said this before, but I'll remind us, whenever you see the word forever in the Old Testament, we ought to think about what God has really accomplished. You know, to read here that David was asking for life, well, sure, that's a natural prayer to pray. God, rescue me, help me, strengthen me, help me to live long, help me to, to make it through this situation, but also to recognize that God is working a bigger plan. And in David's life, indeed, he was working a redemptive plan for all of history. And the promise that he gave to Abraham, he continued through David's lineage. And so when we read length of days forever and ever, it ought to remind us that God accomplished what he was doing through David's lineage when he sent Jesus it's a beautiful picture of the keeping of God's promises over and over and over. Verse 5, his glory is great through your salvation. Splendor and majesty you bestow on him, for you make him most blessed forever. There it is again, forever. In verse 6, you make him glad with the joy of your presence. And then the key verse, verse 7, for the king trusts in the Lord, and through the steadfast love of the Most High, he shall not be moved. That's the first stanza of this psalm. And then the final stanza begins in verse 8 and carries us to verse 13. And this stanza is about God finishing what he started. All those blessings and promises and, and wonderful things that he did in David's life, they also point and remind us that there is a day of reckoning coming. And, and what God worked in beautiful, powerful ways in David's life also is part of his story is that he destroys his enemies. Those who rebel against the Lord, like Satan, will be ultimately destroyed. The day of judgment is coming. And so this song is also a testimony to remind us to repent before it is too late. 
This stands as a testimony that causes us to examine our hearts that we might be ready to meet the Lord. In verse 8, this psalm says, Your hand will find out all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them a blazing oven when you appear. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath and fire will consume them. This is a humbling passage to read and to think about, but it is true. The day of judgment is coming. Repent before it is too late. And then finally, as you read the last few verses here, you will destroy their descendants from the earth, their offspring from among the children of man. Though they plan evil against you, though they devise a mischief, they will not succeed. Over and over, David uses this word will. Your hand will find them out. Your hand will make them as a blazing fire. This is a reminder. This is a, what God is going to do. Verse 12, for you will put them to flight. You will aim at their faces with your bows. And then verse 13 says, be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. He draws a clear distinction about what God is going to do and what we are going to do. It's an opportunity to declare our faith in the Lord. So I want to ask you a question. Where is the Christ connection in this psalm? I think it's important for us to ask that question throughout the Old Testament. You know, where's the Jesus connection? Where's the thin red line that connects the the story of the grand story of the gospel? Well, we know that Jesus became our great king when he was born in the lineage of David, and he fulfilled all righteousness. So when you read a psalm or a passage about David or from David's life, there are there are connections through the promises of the lineage that we can draw from. Also, we know that Jesus overcame our great enemy, death. He defanged the serpent when he willingly paid off our debt with his blood on the cross. He showed his amazing strength and power in his glorious resurrection on the third day. So therefore, we can sing with the psalmist, verse 13, Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Again, we're not singing about David's victories. We're singing about Jesus's victories. So the ultimate takeaway for us is to trust in the Lord and you will be secure, not just secure in this life. We will be eternally secure. Pain and suffering are going to come. There are going to be times when it feels like our life is not secure. But we know that ultimately, when this life is over, we will be safe and secure in Jesus's arms. There is hope in Jesus. Pray with me now as we ask God to help us apply this to our lives. Lord, we come to you in the name of your son, Jesus, to praise you for your blessings and to repent of our sins. Help us to recognize your power and strength. Help us to trust in you and to recognize that it is only by your love and power that we can stand secure. Help us to make much of your son each and every day. Let it start in our hearts today. We ask it all in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Thanks again for joining me today for this midweek moment with the Ministry of Praise. We'd love to connect with you and learn how we can partner with you in ministry this week. You can learn more about our ministry and find our contact information at highlandbaptist.com. Also, if you live near the Shoals in Northwest Alabama, we invite you to worship with us on Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. in person or online. I look forward to gathering with you again right here next week. Until then, let's make the most of every opportunity to glorify Jesus. Have a great day.